0: Welcome to Coffee and Conversations with Lakeisha. We're glad you've joined us today. Get ready for some kingdom conversation. Now here's your host, Lakeisha M. Johnson. You're so sweet. Love your mercy. Good morning, good morning. Searched all over. Good morning. How y'all doing? Good morning. Hey, just blessed. How y'all doing this morning? Miss Sandra Isler, I love you. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. So excited this morning. I have so I have some good news to share. How y'all doing? What's up, Insta? What's up, later on, YouTube? What's up, Facebook? Mm. Nobody greater. Nobody greater. Hey, if you guys are listening to new music, send me some new music you're listening to. I want to can hear you like you can. Almost holy one... Yeah, the great I am, but I don't like sad music. Is your hand? Thank you, thank you. Good on hey Xavier. Good morning. Come on, Rosemal. my babies. Oh, thank you, Kai. Some big rollers, touched <laughs> all over. I thank y'all. I see y'all sharing. Thank y'all for sharing. Thank you for getting the gospel out there everywhere. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Nobody greater. Oh, thank y'all. Thank y'all. Y'all so sweet. Don't make me cry. Than you. you. Thank you, thank you, thank you. So all over. Find nobody high and low. My God, good morning, good morning. There's nobody greater. Oh, thank you, thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. you. Good morning, good morning. Oh, uh, thank y'all, y'all, like, don't, y'all, don't do me like that, I'll be in here bawling like a baby, thank y'all, good morning, good morning, good morning, I uh, thank y'all, nobody greater, nobody greater than you, my God, we glorify you, Lord, we lift you up this morning, nobody greater, thank you, thank you, thank you, hey, can y'all do me a favor, Can you pick a person on the devotional this morning, even if you come in later? And can you commit to pray for that person today? Can you do that? Can you do that? Can you pick a person today? One person on the devotional, not somebody necessarily you know. And let's just, um, let's create a chain of intercession today. If you're on Instagram, if you're coming in later, let's find a person, one person. Um, And I don't need you to tell that person. I don't want you to be like, I'm picking you, right? I'm picking you. Thank you, Yara. And I want you to pick that person this morning. And I want you to find that person. I just, I just got my person. I just got my person. I want you to pick a person on the devotional. You don't have to tell that person. And I just want you to intercede and ask the Holy Spirit to show you what that person may need, right? It, It doesn't matter. If everybody is led by the spirit, everybody will pick. I just got my, the Holy spirit just magnified my person to pray for. So find somebody on the devotional this morning, write their name down. And when the devotional shuts down this morning, just commit, let's create a chain of intercession where we intercede. See, when you intercede, you are gap closers, right? And we're going to close the gap this morning for everybody. So find one person on the devotional, pick that person out on the devotional, write their name down today, and just begin to pray for them. And if you don't really know how to pray for anyone, ask God, God, show me what they need. And, And if you get quiet enough, the Holy Spirit will begin to show you what they need. So, Figure it out this morning. Find your person. Let the Holy Spirit lead you. I just got my person. I just got my person. And I'm covering all of you on the devotional, but I just got my person. And let's let the Holy Spirit lead us and intercede for each other. Now, I got some encouragement for you this morning from the Lord, but I want to... Pray first and then get started. Thank you. I see y'all sharing. Keep sharing. Keep sharing the devotional. You can invite someone in, drop it in someone's timeline. You can host a watch party. Keep sharing. Thank y'all so much. Father God, we thank you for your word. We thank you, Lord God, that there is nobody greater than you. There is nobody greater than you. We honor you this morning. We bless your name. We praise you. We magnify you. We glorify you. We lift up your name because there is none greater than you. There is none through all the earth lord god and we just submit ourselves to you this morning we submit and yield to you we yield to the holy spirit we thank you father god for being with us on this devotional we thank you for teaching us how to rightly divide the word as a matter of fact don't even let us go into a direction that that does not glorify you i thank you for every life my god that connects to this devotional today lord god thank you lord god that you are All they need, Lord God, I thank you, Lord God. That they resist the devil, that he flees, Lord God, that they submit to you today, that they hunger and thirst for righteousness, Lord God, that you are the living waters that is quenching their thirst. So I thank you, Father God, that they're coming out of addictions. And I thank you, Father God, that they're coming out of selfishness. And I thank you, Father God, that they're coming out of adultery, Lord God. And I thank you, Father God, that you're meeting every need according to their riches of glory. I thank you, Lord God, that you're opening the eyes of our understanding to the hope and call of who you called us to be in Christ Jesus. And that manifest is manifesting in our lives daily father god do not let them be wise in their own eyes let them shun the very presence of evil father god let them experience you today like never before do something great for them god do something great give them a testimony today so that they can testify throughout all the earth i thank you miracle signs and wonders is following us today father god for those that do not believe open up the windows of heaven and pour out a blessing upon them that they don't have room for. Lord God, you said you would bless the tither. You said, try me in this. So thank you, Lord God, for blessing the tithers. You said you would, if we give that you would give it back to us, Lord God, press down, shake together and runneth over. So we thank you, Lord God, that it is running over today. We thank you, Lord God. It is running over today. We thank you, Lord God. It is running over today. Lord God, your kingdom come, your will be done through all the earth. Oh my God. My God, thank you for restoring every broken family today, Father God. Restoring us even when we weren't broken or we didn't know we were broken. Thank you for preparing us. For those of us that are single to be godly wives today, Lord God, thank you for preparing our men to be godly men. Lord God, I thank you, Father God, that one won't lord over the other. I thank you. You are restoring order and redeeming the time, reclaiming our time today. Redemption is possible through Jesus, and we take that by faith. My God, we take that by faith in Jesus' name. Amen. In Jesus' name. Amen. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Can you just bless his name for just a second? Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you, Lord God. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you for grace, thank you for mercy. I have a um I just have a couple of testimonies I need to share today. I shared part of this testimony yesterday, but I need to share this today. And then we're going to get on the word. We're going to learn how to carry the glory in our houses. We talked about carrying the glory at work. And today the Lord is going to deal with us and help us to carry the glory in our house so that um, we are not um, repeating cycles and mistakes so that our homes can get healed. It's time for us to be healed, right? we need to be healed we need to be healed spirit soul and body we need to be able to see the fruit of Jesus in our household we thank you Lord God yeah I felt like Maxine Waters when I got off the devotional I'm reclaiming my time I'm reclaiming my time like I'm redeeming my I'm he keeps telling me that that he's redeeming the time and I've seen God like I've seen God I've seen the power of God in my house I mean I'm just seeing God work things out and move things around and i'm just grateful for who god is thank y'all keep sharing i see y'all sharing i think this share is going to be necessary today um just to get families healed for god's glory and we just simply say thank you lord um so let me give you you know my yellow this was good too like that coffee was so good. (laughs) Like, I'm like, let me get one more. So let me give you what God gave me for you today for encouragement today. Um, as I was praying, this scripture came up and I want to make sure I encourage you. Um, especially those of you, my, I'm gonna say my babies that, um, are often isolated, right. And in a situation, Um, This is the scripture God gave to me for you today. And this is Matthews 11 and 28. And I'm going to give you two scriptures. And it says, then Jesus said, come to me, all of you who are weary and carry heavy burdens. And I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you. Let me teach you because I am humble and gentle at heart. And you will find rest for your souls. For my yoke is easy to bear. And the burden that I give you is light right the burden that i give you is light and so jesus is saying to you today you can come unto me the other scripture that he gave me um was this and this is james the fifth chapter and the 13th verse it says are any of you suffering hardships you should pray are any of you happy then you should sing praises are any of you sick? You should call for the elders of the church to come pray over you, anointing you with oil in the name of the Lord. Such a prayer offered in prayer, faith will heal the sick, and the Lord will make you well and If you committed any sins, you will be forgiven. Confess your sins to each other, and pray for to each other, and pray for each other so that you may be healed. The earnest prayer of a righteous person has great power and produces wonderful wealth, right? Wonderful wealth. And so for all of you that, um, isolation, that's what the Lord spoke to me for all of you that, and that was James five. And that started at the 13th verse for those of you that isolation seems to be your repetitive repetitive, repetitive process. And I don't know who this is for. And what I mean by isolation is when you get in pain, you hide yourself. When you get in pain, you hide yourself. When you get in distress, you hide yourself. When um, life consumes you, when you get overwhelmed, when something doesn't work up, when the breakup occurs, when your money is funny, when life is hard, you hide yourself and you go kind of into this coma or this you put yourself in the corner or corner or you place yourself in timeout or perhaps you're the person that has caused the affliction to yourself for all of y'all y'all that isolate yourself Jesus is saying to you you cannot afford to isolate yourself in this each season the enemy will trap you up and so Jesus offered you an invitation he offered all of us the invitation first of all I need you to bring it to me that's what he said that's the very first thing he said he said first of all I need you to bring this to me I need you to come unto me I need you to Make a decision. Thank you, Lord. I know what there was. I need you to make a decision right now that you're not going to carry your burdens any longer by yourself. Yeah, come on, Xavier. Shell. For all of you that go into your shell, you cannot afford to do this in season if you're going to walk into the fullness of who God, God called you to be. You can't afford to retract. You can't afford to get in that hole. You can't afford to um, deal with your problems just by yourself. You can't afford to in the season. That is the trick of the enemy. He wants you isolated, right? He wants you isolated so that you can't get healed. And a lot of times he uses people to heal us. So the Lord is saying to you this morning, first of all, bring it to me. I need you to bring it to me. I need you to stop hiding your pain from me. I I need you to stop hiding your disappointments from me. I need you to stop being upset by yourself. Even if you're mad, even if you're angry, even if you're mad and angry with me, I need you to bring it to me so that I can help heal you. That's the first thing and then the second the second thing that he's saying to you, this is the second thing he's saying to you. Second thing he's saying to you is you need to get with some elders so that they can lay hand on you. You need to get with some elders. You need to get amiss amidst, and amongst your elders. Those that are anointed, right? Your preachers, your teachers, your prophets, your evangelists, those that are anointed to lay hands on you. And you need to kind of press into their presence and you need to press into their space so that they can do what they need to do with you so that they can pour the whole oil. And the oil is representative of the Holy Spirit. So the Holy Spirit can be upon you as well. So the healing that you need occurred, isolating yourself, dealing with your own problems on your own, um, not getting the help you need in this season is what's keeping you stagnant. It's what's keeping you stagnant. It's what's keeping you held up because you don't want to reach out because you keep being isolated. Because you keep using yourself and that trap is what the enemy has been using against you to keep you from breaking free, right? To keep being in those repetitive cycles. So he wants you to put yourself in the corner. He wants you to put yourself in timeout when you mess up. He wants you to put yourself in the position where you don't connect to people. He wants you to try to be wise in your own eyes, right? When you're wise in your own eyes, you may, it makes you very difficult to shun evil. So I just want to encourage you this morning to come out out of your shell. You're going to have to come out of your place. You're going to have to come out of position, right? You're going to have to come out of your normalcy of isolating yourself and get to Jesus, run to Jesus, and then you're going to have to get to your elders. You're going to have to get to your you're going to have to get to your elders. You're going to have to get to them right now. In the name of Jesus, I'm just telling you you're going to have to get to your elders. So I need you to know that there is no burden. There is no circumstance, no situation. I don't care if you, I don't care if you're a woman. I'm just going to be real. Can I be real? I don't care if you're a woman and you live in a house with a man and you're not married. All right, listen. If you're a woman or if you're a man and you know that God has been speaking to your heart, saying to you that this situation isn't the right situation that that, for you to be in, but you don't know how to escape the situation, right? So what I'm saying to you without a doubt is you're gonna have to come out of isolation, you're gonna have to run to Jesus and you submit this situation to Jesus and you say to him, I don't like where I am, right? I don't like where I am, I'm not honoring you. I know that I'm not honoring you, and I I need you to help me in this. I need you to help me be holy. I need you to help me come out of this darkness. I need you to provide for me. I need you to put me in a position and a place where I can be on my own. If you will run to Jesus, he will take off this heaviness. He will take off this heaviness and he will provide a way of escape. There's no temptation that is too great that he can't provide a way of escape. And I feel that in my spirit, like, because it's something you're, you've done, you're hiding for God. And because if it's, something you've done, you think you can't take it to the elders, right? Pray and ask God to show you the elders to run through, run to, so that somebody can connect to you and pray with you and pray you through this thing and help you overcome this thing but don't retract don't back up don't get in no corner don't be in no wall don't be over there by yourself you cannot afford to be by yourself this season that is how the enemy is tricking you and trapping you you keep being isolated you keep can i tell you what happens you keep Every time you do that, you put yourself in a position of stress, right? And when stress comes in, then the enemy traps you to rely on vices that you've been relying on for a long time. And those vices are not healthy for you. So in this season, you need help. And Jesus is your first help. You're gonna run to Jesus first. Jesus is your first help. And then your second help is, you're gonna get you to some elders. I don't care how small, I don't care if it's your money, I don't care what it is. You're gonna get you to some elders, somebody who can help you this next season of your life stop worrying about I don't want to worry nobody or stop worrying about whether or not I feel like I always have problems you can't afford this if it's your household right if it's your household then you, you need somebody that's going to help you process through what's going on through your household. Miss Sandra, I saw you that will lift up Ben today for, for for sure for surgery. We thank you Father God that the, sur- that the ultimate surgeon is already there. That the ultimate surgeon has already gone before him in the name of Jesus. We thank you that the angels are in the room. We thank you Father God that miracle signs and wonders and that the glory is in that hospital room guiding the surgeon and the nurse's hands. We speak sterility in that room. He will not pick up an infection. We thank you, Father God, you are healer, and we thank you, Father God, that you are demonstrating your power in Ben's life today in Jesus name. Father God, we take take authority over every principality and every spirit of darkness, and we bind it back to the pits of hell from which it came. And we thank you, Father God, for your Holy Spirit. Y'all keep your eyes on me this morning. So, I want to talk to you this morning about, uh, uh, I want to talk to you this morning about how to carry the glory in your house. And um, I'm going to be honest with you. If we're not carrying the glory in our house, we can't carry it nowhere else. We we can't. And often what happens is we carry the glory in other places, but we don't carry that glory in our house. We are um, praying. We are pray, prayerful when it comes to other people. We are Um, considerate when when it comes to other people. We are kind and compassionate when it comes to other people, but we are not salt and light in our own houses. And the people that we live with do not get to experience the same glory, the same compassion, the same love. We are not salt and light in our house. We are not being light. It's as if we come back into position and we get at home and we take the mask off or we love to be public, right? We li- we love to be public. We love to be very public with things. We love to, right? But if we are not sought in life in our house first, then guess what? We fake. I'm just saying, You ain't keeping it 100. If, if what you're saying publicly on Facebook, if what you're putting off at work, if what you're putting them out amongst other people, but you are not displaying that in your house, right? If you're not displaying, I need y'all to stay focused. Just stay, hear me when I say stay focused, stay focused. If you're not displaying that in your house, right? If you're not displaying that, if you don't walk in salt and light in your house, then what's happening is It's 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 hypocritical, right? It's fake. It's 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 dark. It is not of God, and so we need to we need to make sure that without a doubt, yeah, yeah, that's exactly what I'm saying, Kim, no distractions. You you gotta, you gotta hear me on this. You gotta hear me on this. The enemy is divisive and he will bring distractions in very subtle ways. So we thank you, Lord God, that there are no distractions on this devotional now in the name of Jesus. And so if we're going to spend time walking in the light, right? walking in wisdom, walking circumspectly, really, right? Not as fools, but as wise, redeeming the time then it's time for us to redeem the time in our households right it's time for us to redeem the time in our households and if we don't position ourselves to redeem the time in our household then the enemy is going to keep trapping and tricking us and putting us in the same position who will admit that their biggest fight and biggest struggle has been in their own house it's been either amongst your marriage, it's been amongst your children, it can even be in your finances, that light is not in your finances, like who will admit that their biggest struggle has been in their house, right, and so when Jesus compels us and is saying to us, I need you to be light and salt in your own house, and most of us are probably in a position and place of where because so many things have happened or so many things have been done that we don't allow ourselves or understand the necessity for us to be salt and light in our house. Right. And when offense comes in or things happen, right, right. We yield to, we yield to our flesh. Right. So we've been in Ephesians five and he's been saying to us, we need to be like, We need to awake Oh, sleeper. And so I'm telling you, you've got to be awakened. Come on, Holy Spirit, take over this thing. You've got to be awakened to the fact that you've been sleeping in your own house. That you've been sleeping in your own house, that you've been sleep, that you've been giving things to, to people outside your house that you don't even give to your own house. Like you've been giving compassion, you've been giving love, you've been giving support, you've been giving things to people, you, to your own, you've been sowing seeds into your own outside your house that you won't even sow into your own house. And the reason is, is because you're not awakened to the fact, my God, you're not awakened, you're not awakened to the fact of offense, you're not waking to the fact that you have um, been walking in unforgiveness you're not awakened to those things. And because you're not wake awakened to those things, right? You sleep in your own house. You sleep with, in regards to where it comes in your house, you've let off offense come in. You've let unforgiveness come in. Then Jesus is saying us to us this morning, how in the world are you going to be salt and light out here, captivating out here. But when you come home, you disgruntled, you frustrated, you mad, you fussing, you upset, you ignorant, you all of these things in your own house. How is it you laboring and interceding for other people's children and you won't even labor and intercede for your own? How is it you laboring and interceding for other marriages but you won't even labor and intercede for your own marriage? How is it, how is it, How how is it, you, how is it, how is it, how is it how is it you're walking in love with other people, but you won't even walk in love with your spouse? How is it that you have compassion for someone else, but you, and you let them abuse you multiple times. I'm just going to be honest. You'll let them abuse you multiple times and go right back into that relationship and go right back to that friendship. But you can't extend that same grace in your own house. So we come back to the point. He says, walk in light, but all things that are exposed are made manifest by the light for whatever makes manifest is light. Therefore, he says, awake, you who sleep arise from the dead. This is Ephesians 5, 13 and 14, and Christ will give you light, right? And remember, a lot of us sleepwalk, we walk in our sleep, we talk in our sleep, we pray, we sleep. we go to church in our sleep, but we're not, we're not walking circumspectly, we're not being wise, we're not paying attention to the things and the details of what would make our own house successful. We'll go to work, we'll submit to a boss, but we won't submit to our own husbands. I'm just going to be honest. We'll, We'll submit, we'll submit, we'll submit, we'll submit we'll submit to our aunt, we'll submit to a boss because he gives us a check, but we won't submit to our own husbands, even though the word has told us to submit to our own husbands, right? We'll go to school, we'll be the best cheap teacher ever, we'll be encouraging, we'll be the best mentor ever, but we won't even mentor our own children because we're upset because they haven't turned out exactly like we thought they should because we've never sought out God's about what kind of kids we were raising. We don't understand that their strong personality is because they're called to lead nations come on come on we don't understand and so God is saying to us this morning if we go back over to Matthew five thirteen sixteen, 16 he says you are the light of the world a town bid on a hill cannot be hidden neither do people light a lamp and put it under a bowl instead they put it on a stand and it gives light to everyone in the house in the same way let your light shine before others that they may see your good deeds and glorify your your father and so if we if our light is shining if our light ain't shining in our own household if your Kids aren't um, experiencing the warmth, the love, um, everything that you that 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 you give to others. If your husband ain't experiencing that same compassion that you give to others, right, Manner, right? Then, then God ain't the glory. We not carrying the glory in our own house. See, the enemy loves for offense to come to your house because he don't want you to carry no glory in your house see i don't want you to know that's why i love proverbs 31 when he talks about the proverbs 31 woman and he says she rose early see as a woman you set the tone for your house As a woman, you, you set the environment for your house. That's why she got up early. She got up early so she could set the tone for the day. She got up early so she could anoint her house with oil. She got up early so that she could pray her house house. She got up early so that she could position herself against the enemy. She got up early to prepare for her household, right? She got up early. That was a, that wasn't, she just wasn't up. She was up talking to God. She was up positioning herself. She was up so that she, Could be in position and be what she needed to her house. See, she knew she needed to be what she needed to be to her house before she could be that to her girlfriends, right? She knew what she needed to be to her house before she could be that on Facebook. She was up early preparing her house. You set the tone for your house. You set the tone. You set, you as a woman set the tone for your house. You will set the tone. You are managers of your house, right? Your kings are. the CEOs and the CFOs, you got to have good management. (laughs) You got to have good management in your house. And so because the enemy has not taught us that we don't get out of bed early. Well, right. I don't even know why I went in this direction. We don't get out of bed early. We don't rise early and we don't set the tone for our house. So, right and so the glory the glory of god is saying to us jesus is saying to us this morning before you light and salt anywhere else i need you to be light and salt in this house and so even if you're not married you need to get in the habit of rising early <laughs> i'm just telling you even if you're not married you need to get in the habit of rising early so we as women set, women set the tone for our house right we set the tone for our house. So I want to talk to you a little bit about how to carry, carry the glory to your children first. And this is probably going to be in a couple of parts, right? I want to set, I want to teach you how to carry glory to your children. And this is so, this, this is so important because a lot of us have been taught to Lord over our children and not to be in relationship in, with our children. We don't understand that even though they're our children, they're really still our brothers and sisters in Christ, right? He, we don't understand that he, they are really our brothers and sisters in Christ. We haven't got the revelation of that. And so a lot of us, Lord over our children, I want to talk to you about setting the glory I want you to I want to give you this to help you heal your children or to help you be the best payer ever, even if you're not parent a parent yet. I need to give you a word so that you understand you've got to carry glory to your children because if you strike a light in if you are the light bearer, if you carry glory in your house to your children, right? One of the reasons I started getting up really early in the morning because Josiah was my morning child, right. And the Lord started waking me up to prepare me for him because he's just a very different kid. I was not, I'm not a morning person. I do not like for people to talk to me the first two hours of the morning. I don't want you to talk to me. And God began to deal with me about being the, setting the tone for my house. Like I was the person to set the tone for my house. So he began to show me how to rise early, to begin to seek his face early, right? Begin to seek him face early. And he would give me the strategies, the grace and everything that I needed for my house. I did not understand how important I, as a a wife was to my children. I did not understand. My husband didn't understand first how important his role as a father was to our children. And so the enemy has been coming in in all kinds of ways. And because we don't understand um, the relationship of who God said and what God said about our children and who we're supposed to be with our children, then we just kind of act haphazardly where our kids are concerned. We just kind of, we're not stewarding over our relationship with our children the way we should. We just kind of think that um, they're our kids and they should just listen to us and they should just do what we say. And what we've been doing this entire time is we've been exasperating. Right. (laughs) Let it be exasperating. We're exasperating our children. So I want to take you to this scripture and we'll talk. I'm going to talk a little bit. It says children obey your parents in the Lord for this is right. Honor your father and mother, which is the first commandment with a promise so that it may go well with you, that you may enjoy your long life on earth. Let me pause there for just a second. When I say honor your mother and father, that does not end as you get adults. I just need you to know that, right? We're supposed to honor our parents all our life. It doesn't mean we obey our parents, but we have to honor. The next part is what I wanna focus on, what the Holy Spirit showed me to home in. The next part says fathers do not exasperate your children. Instead, bring bring them up in the training and instruction of the Lord right bring them up in the training training and instruction of the lord that's what he says and so i need you to pause there right quick i need you to ask yourself have i really brought my children up in the instruction and training of the lord not that i just took them to church not that i just took them to church have i really lived Circumspect life in front of my children? Am I living a circumspect life in front of my children? But see, because culture taught us to parent our children differently. I have very strong children. I have, Judah has a very strong personality, but he also knows he'll lead one day, right? I tell people all the time, I said, Judah told me one day, I said something one day, I was like, man. And Judah looked at me and he said, Mother, don't say that. And I said, Why? He said, Because I'm a man. And I said, Judah, you're not a man you're a boy he said mother I am a man I just haven't came into my manhood yet I just haven't walked into the fullness of my manhood yet so I am a man mother I'm just not a man yet and that began to change how I dealt with him as a single mother because I knew God had deposited something in him he's right he's already a man God already destined him to be a man right God already predestined him to be a man. And he knew inside his spirit, although he may still be in a little boy's body that he was already a man. And so I had to put myself in the position in which I didn't exasperate him, right? And so if we are to carry the glory to our children, we are not to lord over them. We are not to be in a slave taskmaster type of relationship with our children. And most of us, one, we have not trained them up in the Lord. We really haven't. We took them to church, but we didn't show them relationships. We did. We took them to church, but we didn't show the relationship. We didn't show them the importance of the relationship with God. We didn't show them how to depend on God. We didn't show them how to trust God. We didn't show them how to love God with all our heart. We might have showed them things. We might have showed them success. But we really, 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 really really didn't put ourselves in a position to show them how to be raised in the Lord, to show them how to have a heart after God. That's that, that. And that's okay, Right. It's okay. I don't want you to spend a whole lot of that time there condemning yourself. Some of us did some things in front of our children that weren't holy. Some of us led a lifestyle. Some of us gave permission to some things, right? But guess what? We're getting ready, redeem the time. And I tell you, we can always reclaim and redeem the time just through repentance, just through repentance, just through submitting to God, right? Resisting the devil so he can flee. Just saying, you know what, Lord, forgive me. I really haven't raised my children in the Lord. I really haven't raised them in the Lord. I took them to church. I got them involved in church, but I really never demonstrated before them what it's like to have a submitted relationship. And I need to reclaim that. I need to redeem that. I'm reclaiming my time. I need to redeem that right now. So, so now where fathers do not exasperate your children, instead bring them up in the training and an instruction of the Lord. And even though it says father, it's not father, right? It's not father. It's mother as well. This is a command. So I need you to understand this isn't optional. This is command. So your very first note to yourself is, am I teaching them how to have a relationship with God? That's the first thing you need to ask yourself. Am I teaching them? Have I taught them? Am I carrying the glory? Am, am I teaching them? You need, to, you need to be like sunshine to your children. I'm just being honest. You do. Your children should be able to run to you. You should be the safest place for your kids. You should provide a place of grace, of peace, of love, and of mercy for your children. Even when your children make mistakes. And I was not good at that. Like I was not good at that. At first I was such a disciplinarian. I thought it was about discipline until God began to show me when he said, love others, right? As yourself, anybody outside, love your neighbors as you love yourself. Anybody outside your body is your neighbor. Anybody outside your body is your neighbor anybody outside your body, outside your body is your neighbor. So my children are my neighbors, right? And so I'm supposed to love them as I love myself. Well, if I got dysfunctional parenting growing up, this may be difficult for me. If I had a good mama, right? If I had a good mama, she might've been a good mama. If I had a good mama, but that she didn't teach me this, then this may look different. So let me show you what exasperate means. Exasperate means to irritate or provoke a high, Degree annoy extremely. I I, right? I I annoy extremely to irritate or provoke to a high degree or annoy extremely. And Angela, that's important what you said. Some of us didn't raise our, we have older kids and then we have younger kids and we might not have raised our older kids. Right. And then now we have our younger kids. And because we're showing them how to have an intimate relationship with the Lord, they looks different. That looks different. But this is what I don't want you to do. I don't want you to give up on your older kids. You can change the trajectories of where they go through your prayers. You can change the trajectories of where you go through your prayers. So if we're not going to exasperate our children, we are not going to irritate. We are not going to provoke. We are not going to annoy them extremely. Colossians three and 21 says, provides further detail on this and says, why it says father's do, father's mothers do not embitter your children or they're going to become discouraged. Don't embitter your children or they're going to become discouraged. Children will become frustrated and discouraged. And I know some of y'all are like, what about the children? If I don't get to them today, we'll talk to them tomorrow. But today I need to deal with all my adults so you can heal your household. <laughs> I'm just being honest. I need to give you my adults. So, and for those of y'all who have not kids, I need to give this to you so that you don't bring bitterness into your household. So Colossians 3 and 1 says, look, fathers don't b- embitter your children or they're going to become discouraged. Children become frustrated and discouraged because of their parents and and most parents don't even realize they frustrating their kids right they don't even realize that and we're supposed to be parents that aid our children, um, help cooperate, encourage. We facilitate them into purpose. Most of us don't know how to facilitate our children into purpose, and then we get frustrated with kids who want to make who may want to take a different road. My 22-year-old went to a year of college. He said, "College is not for me. I want to be an entrepreneur. I don't want to do this college thing." I had to give myself permission and release what I. I thought was the trajectory of his life and let him go do him. Do you know what I keep seeing in his life? Where he is right now, God keeps elevating him where he is right now. God keeps elevating him. And it's not my job to determine that he's not successful because it wasn't my plan for him. It wasn't my plan for him. And so we're supposed to help facilitate them in purpose because God is gonna speak to them about their purpose. God speaks to you about their purpose, but usually what society does society catches you up and tells you this is what it looks like to be successful. Right. Judah said something the other day, somebody asked him, um, somebody was um, talking to him about what was he going to be when he grows up? And he said, I don't know. I I don't know. I'm going to work for my mom. I'm going to work with my mom in ministry. I don't know. I'm following a path. I'm watching my mom. I might not go to college. I might not work. God hasn't spoke all that to me. I haven't discovered that yet and so I don't tell him you're going to be this. I expose him to things that I think he's interested in like I listen to him a lot I expose I know he's very legal I know he's very high justice so a friend of mine is going to let him go with him to court and some things like the judge I like that I know that I'm just exposing things because if I expose him to things then it'll strike a match in him and wherever his purpose is that's a whole different teaching will come alive so we're not we're supposed to help facilitate we're supposed supposed to help and support our kids. Right. Right. But we need to avoid discouraging our children or evaluating them by other parents and by the world's system. We got, we got to get out of that habit. We've been doing that too long, discouraging them and parenting them by the world. Never asking God about the promise of our children. Never, never asking God about the purpose of our children. I don't care if your child was born with a disability. Still seeking out God's purpose of why they're here on the earth, right? They're not here just to be disabled. God is going to get the glory out of even the autistic child, the the child with MS. God is going to get the glory. So these are the things that kids need from you. Let me give you this. Kids need consistency. When your emotions are up and down all over the place, you are providing a lack of consistency for your kids. I'm just going to be honest. Consistency provides security. When kids don't know whether you off today on today. Um, okay. Right. They, they, they don't know what to do, but in that also, they need consistency in your discipline. Your kids need to be consistently disciplined. Your kids need to be consistently disciplined. And if you're not di- consistently disciplining your kids, you're going to call you're going to have a problem. There's going to be a problem there, right? They need to know. They need to be praised. I don't care if they're not having a successful school year. I don't care if they're not having something great go on. You need to find something to praise them about. If they just put their dishes in the sink, you need to recognize that. I watched Judah do something, which lets me know because Judah is the baby in our family. He's a little spoiled, right? He's a little spoiled. He's the baby. I watched Judah do something significantly. We were sitting in the stands at our gym, and he got up and he started picking up bottles and trash and throwing it away. And I said, Okay. I never asked him to. Nobody else asked him to. No other kid was down there doing it. That has not been Judah's M.O. But my prayers for him. Have been that he not be selfish and that he be considerate of everything connected to him. So when I saw this, I had to come back and say, Bud, I saw you. Thank you for making good decisions and choices. Which brings me to the next thing you're gonna have to be available and pay attention. You're gonna have to put your phone down around your kids. You're gonna have to stop talking to your girlfriend so much around your kids. You're gonna have to be available. I'm not talking about just being a taxi service, cooking meals, and meeting needs. I'm talking about available, truly listening, stopping what you're doing, making eye contact. I'm very engaged in my kids. And when I when I find myself not, the Holy Spirit will quicken me and say, get off the phone or pay attention or stop and pause. Look them in their eyes. Make contact. I don't care if they're talking to you about nothing. You have to be available for them. Kids who get consistency and availability are more secure and stable all together. If it's your adult children, if it's on the phone, don't be on Facebook and talking to them at the same time. You'll miss something very important. You'll miss something very important. You'll miss something very powerful. You'll miss something you need. You got to be available, right? And then you gotta be prioritized. They got to be a priority. I'm not talking about over the balance priority where you make them gods in your life, but they need to know that you value them, that you consider them, that you allow them to be unique. Josiah right now is in a very retro lifestyle. He has this huge afro. He picked out some glasses that are from the 1970s. He likes a certain kind of personality and style. And I let him dress himself both my boys like bow ties and shirts they don't like to go to church not dressed up right i never asked them to do that that's their personality and style and so i had to be i had to be become available and i had to know that so we got to be priorities last night i had to have bible study and judah had a game and i didn't want to cancel bible study i didn't feel like i needed to but before i made a decision to teach bible study i said to him but if I miss this game, are you going to be okay? Right? If I miss this game, are you going to be okay? I need to know at all times that, you know, you're my priority. Like I need you to know that. Right. And I paused and he looked at me. He said, no mom, I'm fine. My brother can take me to the game. My brother can take me to the game. You go do, I know you're called to do this. I know you called you. I need you to go be what you need to be for the women. But I needed him to know it was important. So when his basketball game ended. I FaceTimed him immediately I did. And I'm like, let me love on him. Cause they didn't win. I, I made sure he knew he was a priority even after Bible study. Right. I made sure. So you gotta know, you gotta know your kids gotta know they're the highest priority, right? Your relationship with your spouse and Christ is a higher priority. And we're going to talk about that tomorrow, but your relationship with your kids, you've got to understand they are a high priority. You got to know that they got to know that they're a high priority in your life. They, they got to know that they got to know that if they're struggling with their friends, that you're listening. If they're talking to you about dating, they're listening, whatever it is, you got to make sure they're a high priority. None you got going on is more important to that relationship. When they get home at three and three 30, I have to pull away and become mom. I'm not the evangelist. I'm not the pastor. I'm not the teacher. Can I share something else with you? One day, my oldest son, and I failed in this and he had to correct me because there's so much word in me. He was calling me. He was sharing some with me and I was giving him the word. And he said to me, he says, mom, I don't need my pastor right now. I don't need a pastor right now. I need my mother. I don't need you to pastor me. I need you to be my mother. And I had to repent, and I had to pause and I had to become his mother. And, and when my older, my older son and I, one of my other sons were working through something right now, right? No, you're not Xavier. You're not the only guy on here. There are other men, multiple men on here. So I had to learn that. Like I had to, I had to learn, I had to learn that this goes for a mother or a father, your children. The next thing is your kids learn integrity from you. Your kids learn integrity from you. There is always someone watching. Your kids are watching you your kids learn to live life through you. So if you're doing something, you ain't got no business and you don't want them to do something, they ain't got no business. Then you need to change how you handle yourself. You need to change how you handle yourself. You don't need to have a different face on in public than you are, right? You don't need to be at church one way and you don't need to be, you don't need to be here in another way. (laughs) You will need to do that because kids look at that as a problem. So if you cuss them out at home, but in public, you like, hi, yes, I love you. Come here, Sam. And they know you don't talk to them at home, right? Then your integrity is a, a issue from the smallest thing to the biggest things. They watching you and they learn absolutely everything through you. They in to see if your character is through and through. They, they, they're looking, <laughs> Ronald Perry said, what? Come on, Ronald, speak up. They're looking to see if you're through and through. They're gonna learn integrity from you. They're gonna learn by what you do. Your greatest thing that you're gonna teach them is how you operate in life. right? I, if, remember back in the day when we had house phones? If your mama, if somebody called your house and your mama told you, tell them I'm not home, then she taught you how to lie. I'm just being honest. If, if your, if your mama taught you and said to you, tell them I'm not home, then I'm not, not alive. I'm not alive. niece, if you got a godly man, that ain't even your concern. If you don't reduce yourself and settle for anybody, your future spouse and you're going to be on one accord because you're going to have a man of God in your life, right? The next thing your kids need to learn through you and experience through you. K Jeff, there go Jeff, is respect and obedience. You need to have a zero tolerance report, uh, uh, approach to disrespect. You need to deal with disobedience quickly because when we don't deal with disrespect and disobedience quickly, we teach our kids how to deal with other adults. So when your kids at school are acting up, it's usually a result of something that, 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 that goes on in the environment. So we teach them, you need to teach them healthy respect, for others you need to teach kids to respect others and you need to and, and to obey your rules but you need to check your rules and make sure your rules line up with kingdom and you're not being too super crazy the other way that's just some tidbits that's just some stuff to give you this morning there's just some stuff that i've been reading about about let. so we're not going to exasperate our children we're not we're not going to exasperate them i'm sorry kick something over we're not going to exasperate our children. We're, we're not. We're going to lead them to the Lord. We're going to teach them to have a relationship with the Lord. We're not going to Lord. We're going to deal with disrespect and disobedience immediately. So setting proper, proper boundaries in place, right? Proper, proper boundaries in place so that we lead them to the Lord and we lead them to be strong and we are glory carriers. You can't be nice to your people at work and you're not nice in your house. You can't love your people outside your house and you're not loving your kids. So if this word, yeah, if you, if you've been that person, repent. Ask the Lord to forgive you. Lord, forgive me. Show me the areas in which I've been lacking in my children. Show me where I've not been supportive. Show show me where they have not been a priority. And let me help prioritize. Let me have conversations with them about real things. And for all my single mothers, I got a whole course for you. Like I'm just saying, for all my single mothers, I got a whole course for you. Especially when you are in the process and begin dating. And how to include your kids in your dating process. So that your kids don't despise you dating. Like that's a whole different thing. This can be applied in so many areas. So ask the Lord to forgive you. Take responsibility for your actions. Ask your children to forgive you. Right. And go on and redeem and reclaim your time so you can be a glory carrier in your house. This is for mothers and fathers. This is for mothers. I'm just a mom. I can't be a man and tell you from a man perspective and ask God to show you how to be a glory carrier in your house so that you can be everything you need to be to your household. God would not give you a household. God would not give you children if He didn't give you the st- give you wouldn't give you the strategies. He would not make you a wife. You're supposed to carry the glory in your house before you walk it out this door. <laughs> You're supposed to carry the glory in your house before you walk out. Side this door. So you might need to repent. I had to send a message to all my adult children and say, I sucked at a mom as a mom. I'm sorry. (laughs) I sucked as a mom. I sucked in some areas. I gave you the best of what's in me. I did not know Christ. Like I know Christ, forgive me for being a horrible person to you. I'm sorry. Now let the Lord let the Lord show me how to be a better mother, a better person to you now in Jesus name. And that's what I've been working on. And God's been redeeming and reclaiming the time and restoring relationships. Right. And some stuff takes time. If it was jacked up for a long time, be patient. It's going to take time. It's going to take time. And for those of you who hadn't um, had kids yet, guess what? You get to build a foundation. You get to build a solid foundation and a solid relationship, right? And putting things in position and things in place, I love y'all. We gotta go. Let's go. We go. That's some good food today. That's some good stuff to chew on today, right? That's some good stuff for you to take into your relationships. I can't exasperate my children, right? I'm not gonna irritate, provoke, or annoy my children. Learn what kind of kids you need. Holy Spirit, show me, right? Holy spirit. Show me who my kids are. Show me my, my kids purpose. Show me why they're here on earth. Help me understand their personality. We don't seek God enough. You act just like your daddy. You act just like I acted when we grow up. Well, there's a reason, right? Right. Well, there's a reason they act that way. Right. I'm telling you, my kids are strong in their personality. All of them have different characteristics. All of them are different. Right. 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 So you have to do that. And for those of you who have bonus kids, right? My baby mama is on here. <laughs> for those of you who have bonus kids and we served together in ministry. She was she and my husband were together first. And then when my husband and I got married, we had to become a blended family. There is no excuse for a blended family not to be successful. Th- thank you, Kai. Don't forget to pray for your person. Don't forget to pray for your person. There is no excuse that. Thank you, Xavier. There is no excuse for your blended family not to be successful. None. Whatsoever. If your blended family is not successful, it's because y'all not yielding to the Lord. I am looking forward to, if God blesses me to get married again and he has kids, I'm so excited. I can't wait for those kids to be my kids. I'm looking forward to building a relationship with his ex or whoever else was there. I'm looking forward to it because God has already equipped me with the things so that I can do this, right? It does not have when the Lord is in something, it will be successful because God is in it and he will make it my, 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 my son's mother, my bonus child, whatever you want to say. We don't say step she served. We serve together in ministry. God did that. God took a blended family. We served together. She and I served together in ministry. We are so close. God redeemed, reclaimed the time. And we walked that out together. We ain't got no issues. And any issues we had, we resolved through Christ Jesus. So you can do it. <laughs> you can do it. You can do it. You can do it. You can do it. You just got to do it through God. And he'll build, restore, and build those relationships. Up. I love how unique. Don't forget to pray for somebody. Let me give you this testimony. Y'all remember the other day when I told y'all to cash out? Apwana. I told you the Lord put me in her spirit. The Holy Spirit is so real. That money provided her an opportunity to provide something for his son that she needed that this Saturday. You cannot tell me what God won't do for you. You could not. He spoke her name into the ear. I blessed her out my mouth. I asked y'all to be obedient and bless her and see she had something she had had to do and pay by saturday and god provided her through that through you so keep praying god is listening to you god is looking for you he will provide and take care of absolute all your needs because that's the god we serve i see y'all back here in the morning i love y'all i love y'all so much but more than anything god loves you hey if you haven't received jesus as lord and savior this is your time don't you be waiting reclaim your time Right? That may be why your house isn't where it is because you need Jesus. You need Him to be Lord and Savior in your life. Reclaim and redeem your time right now. Don't forget to pay for, pray for your person. Go be loved today in your house. When you wake up the, your kids this morning, don't fuss at them. Wake them up with gladness, with joy. Make them feel like it's good to be in your house. It's good to be loved. And I don't care how bad their behavior is. Brand new mercies every day. I'll see y'all back here in the morning at 5 a.m. Invite someone in. Share the video, right? God is getting strong in this thing. We're going to be glory carriers throughout this earth. Love you too, Melissa Price. I'll see y'all in the morning. Love, peace, and blessings. Thank you for tuning into our podcast. If you would like more information about LMJ Ministries, log on to LakeishaMJohnson.com today.